Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on January 8th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to give gifts to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, You'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Hallie Parkins with the Gospel reading. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the third chapter. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan River to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. This passage reminds me of a time back this fall when Pastor Jan and I were recording out with Cody uh, at the Quinault Rainforest. And afterwards, to my surprise, Pastor Jan invited us to uh, film and record uh, the closing Go In Peace and Jump in a Lake. And I have to admit, there's uh, a couple things that always happen behind the scenes that um, catch me by surprise. It might not always translate as well. When we were running into the lake, full speed enthusiastic, I uh, thought I would stop, (laughs) that the water would go out so far and it would be a very shallow, splashy way in. But really, uh, it dropped off quite quickly and it was a deep plunge into the lake, deeper than I expected, which I think is just a great metaphor for life as a follower of Christ wading into those deep baptismal waters or jumping in full-heartedly and running with enthusiasm. And you don't know exactly what you're getting yourself into, but you're suddenly just immersed in all of it. I think uh, John the Baptist also finds himself in that sort of deep plunge place. He was our Advent Herald just over a month ago, and our scripture timeline has accelerated us 30 years into Jesus's life. The feisty prophet's words promising that the Messiah will baptize us with fire and the Holy Spirit echo now as Jesus enters the gospel again. John's expectations of the coming Messiah were extraordinary, more than a little scary, and now wholly different now that Jesus is in Matthew's scripture as a full-grown human person. In one of those special moments in scripture, we hear some of the crunchiest moments translated across generations that grip us and capture us. And I think our story in Jesus' baptism in Matthew is a confusing thing to early Christians too mildly perplexing, I'd hazard to say for us too, because there are different expectations on how the Messiah's life will unfold, how he will enter life with us, especially that Jesus would come and ask John of all wild people to be baptized, that he would come to the River Jordan, consent at the hands of this other person, and it's an inaugural, unmistakable moment of God entering life with us. And on the occasion of Jesus's baptism, we remember the moment the followers knew and that we knew that 
God was wading into human life with us completely and fully. And I love and cherish the writings of Debbie Thomas. Her reflections deepen scripture for me in a very personal way, especially as she reflects and talks about her own baptismal experience and encountering this scripture. And to the confusing question as to why Jesus would come to John to be baptized, why Jesus would immerse himself in the water at the hands of the wild one, she reflects, why indeed? And yet this is the baffling, humbling, awe-inspiring story we've inherited as Christ followers. Unbelievable though it may seem, Jesus's first public act was an act of stepping into his humanity in the fullest, most embodied way. Let it be so, he told John, echoing the radical consent of his mother Mary, who raised him in the faith. Let it be so, at the hands of another, he decided as he submitted to John the baptizer, because what Jesus did and still does with power is freely surrender it, share it, give it away. Let it be so here, he said, in the River Jordan rich with sacred history. In other words, she writes, in this one moment, in this one act, Jesus stepped into the whole story of God's work on earth and allowed that story to resonate, deepen, and find completion. And this week, I've been delighting in the idea of God's great plunge into life with us, punctuated by the spirit and the voice of God that introduces us all to God's beloved. It's so profoundly joyful that God would enter life with us so completely, either step-by-step wading into human life, maybe into shallow waters or deeper ones, grace-filled and always with wholehearted joy and love. It's a promise known and a promise held again. I think deeply, joyfully, and sometimes seriously, God has stepped into life with us. We remember historically and biblically those places, especially on the banks of the Jordan, uh, where at one point in time, Jesus' forebears, the ancient Israelites, entered the land of Canaan. And the Jordan was where the prophet Elijah uh, finished his prophetic ministry. And then Elisha was inaugurated there. The Jordan flows under that same sky of God's creation of in the beginning. And in the past three years of life and ministry with you all, we've been up mountains and along coasts, paraded through the city of Tacoma and several entry points, wrestled the hard questions and hard truths, and have been picking up the pastoral mantle of ministry and bearing it with you all. And it's joyful to remember all of this and uh, the way that God has entered into life with us. And I get to hold you again in the refrain of all sermons that remind you of God's name for you, unshakable and personal, always beloved, forever in God's grace and love. This is the promise of the gospel that God is in and through the world. It's an invitation to participate in the story dwelling with all of you in and through life as followers of Christ. It's so much bigger than the structures we place around our organizations and even patterns of worshiping life and church structure. I was remembering with Cody just a minute ago, all the places we have found gospel in this world, in front of a kiln, uh, in, <laughs> in a tree, at a sheep farm. Goodness, so many to remember. Uh, and this is a way of knowing God so close in the span of our lives be it a newborn child or elders among us, equally and fully known. It's a story that we continue in God's faithfulness and 
practicing our eager, bumpy human trust in God who loves us and delights in us. And for life with God and life with you, I give thanks to God. Amen.